Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. How many powerful manifestors do you know? What are the keys to being brave enough to get what you really want from your life story? Today, I'm interviewing Amy Perkins, whose platform is The Keys to Courage. Tune in to learn from a lady who has learned to manifest powerfully, and let's see if we can find some keys for writing the life story we want to live for ourselves. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Amy is passionate about helping you live your best life, that dream life, the one that you wish you had. 18 months ago, she got sick and tired of going through the motions. She felt there had to be more. This is not an uncommon feeling. She left a 25-year career in education after witnessing leaders who were not leading with integrity. And she wanted a career that was fulfilling, one that made an impact and left a legacy, something deeper and more meaningful. She sought a deeper bond with her family, and she sought richer relationships with friends. I think this is so wise because, you know, in the end, it's those relationships with the people that we love that mean so much, that create so much meaning in our lives. So she recognized this. She went on a journey to find her purpose, to live with purpose. And on that journey, she found the keys to building confidence, to finding clarity, and the keys to courage. Today, she's going to share her journey and the magic elixir that she discovered on her own hero's journey. So let's learn from her. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast, Amy. Thank you so much, Lori. So nice to be here. So tell me your story. What is your why? Well, in October of 2016, my best friend from college This beautiful, joyful, loving soul, this just ball of sunshine. She lost a battle with ovarian cancer and she left behind a little two-year-old. She was a single mom. And when she died, it woke me up. I realized how fleeting this life was, how temporary it was. And I realized I was holding myself back because I was living from a place of fear. And I didn't know how, but somehow I was going to figure out how to get out of my own way and live a fearless life in her honor. I think it's so interesting the things that bring up the crossroads for each of us. You know, for somebody else, it might have to be something that they experienced on their own, their own you know, cancer scare or something like that. So I just find it interesting to talk about and hear what triggers each person. Like what's the wake up moment, you know? So that's Mm -hmm. fascinating. So what did your journey of self-discovery involve? Well, it started with me Google searching how to live an extraordinary life because I really honestly made that promise to her. I would talk to her and pray and I didn't know how to do that. And that's why I share this journey I'm on because I figured it all out. I would wake up, listen to podcasts, hundreds of hours of podcasts, read 
three to four books a week, watch hours of YouTube videos. I just dug in and listened to every and anyone that I could. How did you even process that much information? Like when I start doing that, I find I have to go slow just so that I get it can sink in. Otherwise, it's just phew. I think it was because I was so desperate to make a change. I think I, honest to God, woke up when she died. I like woke up out of this hamster on a wheel, just going through the motions. And I realized how much life I was missing out on by not looking at things in front of me, not being in tune with the present, always looking at the next thing. You know, I've got two kids. I'm a wife. It's you just kind of get into this mode of life where you're going through the motions. I realized I wasn't grateful When she got sick, that was the first thing that really clicked for me was this depth of gratitude that I had never had. I was grateful that I could walk. I was grateful I could sleep pain-free. I was grateful I could eat. Where before, you know, especially as women, we are constantly critical of our bodies and just complaining about, and I just woke the hell up. You know, what utter nonsense I wasted so much time on. And quite honestly, it's hard to be around people that complain all the time now because I realized what a gift every single second that we have on this earth that we're breathing, that we're living is. And gratitude, it all started with this deep level of gratitude. I think that's beautiful. And how wonderful for you to have that kind of powerful wake up. Oh, that we could all have that powerful wake up because it would make a difference, you know? It does. Okay. So what are the keys then? You have taken your journey of self-discovery. You listen to all these podcasts and the books. And back to my original question, which was, did you take any all of that in? Everything you listened to and heard when you were just soaking that in, did you get all of it? I did because I was so desperate, right? Like there's people, they read the books. I've encountered people. Like I read Mel Robbins book, The Five Second Rule. And I took that as this huge aha moment. And day after day after day, I just started taking action. I took action in these five second increments of courage that I never did before. I let myself, I would stop myself. I've met people that have started that same book. And here I have changed every single thing about my life and they haven't even finished the book. So it is all about that extreme ownership and taking action and implementing. I implemented every single thing that I read that I learned, the things that resonated with me. I was desperate. I was desperate to change. And so I made the change. I love it. I love the taking action part. One of the my latest book, Life, Living Intentional and Fearless Every Day, requires that you take that action. That living intentional means that you know you have a plan of something that you want to do, and then you fearlessly look at it. You know, you fearlessly take action to make that happen. So you and I are on the exact same wavelength here with this. So I love it. Tell me what are the keys that you found? Your platform is the keys to courage. What are those keys that you discovered from all of that listening and paring down all the information? What are the keys that allow you to live with courage? First of all, stop worrying what anybody thinks about you. I now see it like I literally could get a terminal diagnosis tomorrow. If tomorrow is my last day, am I going to care that somebody didn't like my blog post? Am I going to care that someone criticized my podcast? No, I'm going to care if I'm on my deathbed and I regret 
putting anything out into the world because I cared about what people thought about me. So if we realized how little people think of us and if they are criticizing us, it's because we're a mirror on what they're not doing. I have gotten criticism. I've been now putting videos out into the world. It's been about a year and a half. My first video, my nine-year-old helped me upload it to YouTube and I was scared to death. I was scared to death that I would be torn apart by my appearance. I'm a middle-aged mom. I'm not a supermodel. And I literally wasn't gonna post all the stuff that I had shared and learned with people in my life. And I thought, I just gotta share this with maybe someone out there in the world that doesn't know me could hear this. But that fear of what people were going to criticize me about was really terrifying. But I used that five second rule and I did it anyway. And I tell you that video that I posted with that my nine-year-old posted because I didn't even know how to do it. It has 19,000 views. Who the heck puts their first video on YouTube because 19,000 views? Okay. Tell me what the five second thing is. Okay. So Mel Robbins, she is a best-selling author. She was the number one book female speaker in the year last year. This five-second rule that she came up with is when you have the impulse to act on an action, if you don't act in five seconds, you will stop yourself from doing it. And I realized that's what I had done my whole life. I would think of something like if it was someone I wanted to go up to and talk to, if it was an idea that I had, but then within five seconds, I would talk myself out of it being a stupid idea. I started taking action five second increments at a time over and over and over and over. And at first I needed that rule of hers, which is you get your idea and in your mind, you count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and then you move. You physically move, you take action, you do that thing that scares you. I did that over and over and over and over and over, like posting that video on YouTube. And here's where the manifesting comes in. That book, that rule got me out of my own way. I was like, I need to meet this woman. I'm going to be coached by her. I didn't even really know anything about her. So I Googled her. I realized she was a commentator on CNN. I realized she was a speaker. I realized she used to be a coach, but she was no longer coaching. And I didn't care. I was like, I'm going to meet her and I'm going to get coached by her. I don't care. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. I physically wrote that down. Four months later, I was live on stage in San Francisco at Creative Live, and I got one-on-one coaching by Mel Robbins. So how did that happen? How did that come about? That was the universe presenting to me the opportunity that I needed. I had... Someone sent me a message. They knew that I had read this book. They said, Mel Robbins is going to be at Creative Live, which is an educational platform. They chase Jarvis. He runs it. It's this huge global learning platform. Mel Robbins was teaching a course there and it's free. But the caveat is there's like 30 to 35 seats and people from all over apply to be at these sessions. I applied. I had to write why I wanted to be there. My husband was camping. I told him to apply. He applied. We both got picked. That is crazy. This was like the most in-demand session that they had had, like in months, if not years. I'm in the audience at the break. I don't know how or why. Again, it's universe. It's because I wrote it down. I made this happen. She pointed at me and told the guy that was miking people up to mic me up because she wanted me on stage with her after the break. I got one-on-one coaching from Mel Robbins. I've since met her four times. I flew to Boston. I was in studio when she recorded her next audiobook on Audible. I mean, the stories that I have of things that I have made happen in my life 
just because I had the desire for it and I believed it and I took action to get there are mind blowing. And that's why I just started a podcast, Keys to Courage. Okay. So manifesting, is it something that takes certain steps to do? Like if you were going to, because a lot of people want to do lots of things, you know, in their mind, they wish I could do this. They wish they could meet this person. They wish they could, they wish they wish, they think they have that desire. But what's the difference between having the desire and the desire actually showing up? For me, the formula is the deep desire, the belief that it is possible, like in the core of your soul. You know, I read that book. And it moved me and made such a difference in my life. Like meeting this woman just was going to happen and writing it down, getting it out of your head and writing it down and then being open to the universe and looking like I didn't write to her and tell her I needed to meet her, but I definitely was open to looking for these signs. Somebody sent me a link saying, Hey, you can apply to go be in her audience. I know that you are a fan of her work. Things will present itself to you, but you have to have the desire. You have to have the deep belief. You have to be open to things looking a different way than you want. And I also think it has to be something that's aligned with your core values. You know, I wasn't, I'm not manifesting Lamborghinis. Like I'm manifesting things that are then making a difference for other people in the world. I think you have to be wanting the right thing. The first key then is taking action, right? Desire and then the belief and then action. Okay. So those are the keys to courage. There's many more, but those are three. (laughs) Okay. Those were the three things that you brought up for manifesting, but the original question before that, that we were talking about were the keys to courage that you talk about in self-discovery. And you started out saying that the first key is to take action. This five second rule that Mel brought up is to act on those intuitive ideas and concepts that come up in your mind, act on those. Even when you're scared, like do it when you're scared. If it scares you, I would know, oh gosh, okay. That means I, then I got to lean into that fear and do that scary thing. That one thing will change your life. If you've avoided it, like I did at all costs, I avoided failure because I just didn't realize that failure was a good thing. Now I get it. Failing is a really good thing. My 16 year old daughter, her whiteboard in her room It says, if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. I want my kids to fail. My parents wanted to protect me. So failure wasn't anything we talked about as anything good. If you're not failing, I say you're chicken and you're just not trying hard enough. I try to fail all the time. I love that. And I've been thinking about doing a podcast specifically on that topic because to everyone, the idea of failure automatically brings up fear, you know, fear of rejection, fear of just that fear of failure itself, fear of all of the things that come with that, with any time something doesn't work out. But when you turn that around and realize how much you learn and that it means that you're being active, there are no thought leaders out there that don't actually speak for and positively about the process of failing because of what it means. Yeah. And taking those risks, those risks that I never took have literally opened up my life in ways I cannot even describe. This podcast that, again, I just launched it last week. A podcast wasn't in my thought process. I have a website. I've got a free newsletter. I have a course that I teach. I am a consultant and a coach. I am a busy woman. A podcast was not on my radar. I am a huge fan of Seth Godin. Seth Godin, I subscribe to his daily blog, One of these blogs eight weeks ago said, I've got a podcast workshop, the podcast fellowship. To me, that was that universe saying, Amy, you need to do this. Like 
I listen now to my intuition. I listen to that little whisper inside. I signed up that day. I told my husband, I said, I don't know why, but I need to sign up for this. Here we are eight weeks later. I have a podcast on iTunes. The first episode that I ever recorded that I put in my workshop, we put it in there for feedback. The first person to hear my episode, the first person to give me feedback was Seth Godin. This man that I have admired, that I've admired his work from afar. He has been a mentor since I stumbled upon his book, The Purple Cow and then tribes and now mark this is marketing he told me my podcast was moving and magical and i literally that never would have happened if i would have been worried about what people thought about my first episode and didn't post it for feedback you are holding yourself back if you are letting fear stop you period so true are there other keys then that come after this taking action one that you want to discuss just that that internal belief in yourself, the belief that everything is going to work out and taking action. I mean, those are really the main keys. Okay. So listening to the inner intuition, to the inner voice, taking action on those things within five seconds so that the fear monster and the logical side of you doesn't have time to talk you out of those intuitive things that come up. Absolutely. And and then to manifest is to really get in touch with what it is you desire, then to come to a place of knowing without a doubt that it's a possibility and then being aware of the opportunities that come to bring that to you. Correct? Correct. And it might look and being okay that it might look different than what you initially thought it would look like. That's a great point. Another one. I was not only determined to meet Mel Robbins a few months after that coaching that I had, I was then in a coaching group that she offered because of course here, when I looked her up, there was no coaching that she did. And then there was the opportunity to go get my one-on-one coaching. And then she opened a coaching group, which is now closed because now she has a syndicated TV show coming out. But I jumped in on the first session of this coaching group. There were 2000 people. I thought, I need to work for her team. She lived in Boston. It didn't matter. I just, that was the thing. I was knew it in my mind. I wrote it down. I'm going to work for Mel Robbins. I knew that she needed me to help get this book out to a totally different genre of people that there were women that, that didn't know about her. And talk about doing a scary thing. I had already posted a couple of videos. So while those were scary, they weren't that scary. I knew I could email the team and ask for a job. That was scary, but not totally scary. So I upped the fear ante and I decided I was going to do a Facebook Live in this group of 2,000 people. And to make it scarier, I was going to have my husband and my kids film it. And I wasn't going to tell them what I was doing. And I was so scared. I wanted to puke. Like I was asking for a job that didn't exist in front of 2,000 people This was a year ago, and I wasn't the courageous person I am today. That still probably would be a scary thing, but it was really terrifying. But I had known after doing scary things enough that the scarier the thing that you face, you're not going to die. You're just going to come out on the other side with more courage. So I did. I posted this live video. I asked her for a job. I told her why she needed me on her team. I didn't get the job. I got something more amazing. She wasn't really commenting in the group very much. It was a little bit here and there. She had a team of coaches that would comment and interact. Mel Robbins wrote this paragraph to me. She said, 
you know, Amy, I love you. We love you. This isn't a no. This is your time to look in the mirror and realize that you have your own mission and your own journey and your own story and your own team to build. So go build yours. And that's what I did. And that's when I started Keys to Courage. So even though you might think you want something to go one way, the universe has a totally different plan. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't want to work for her now for a million dollars. Like what I'm doing has been the journey I'm supposed to be on. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that because I think it's fascinating. I'm reading the book, The Surrender Experiment right now. And Who am I right now? <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> somebody said, you're living this surrender experiment, Amy. You have to read this book. That's awesome. And I'm really on my like third or fourth time through it because it just is a powerful idea. And it's an idea that I really want to cement into my own mind as far as approaching life. You know, the idea behind it is exactly what you're talking about, which is surrendering to the things that the universe brings to you, even though most of the time, and particularly in this book, most of the things that were brought to him were not things he wanted to say yes to. You know, they were things that were way off his radar that were not something that he wanted to create or have created. And he just learned that when he said yes to what the universe brought him, that the things that opened up and that he was able to do for others and that, wow, I mean, his journey to the end, and if you haven't finished it, I won't spoil it for you, but you know, he just ends up doing such magnificent things because of that willingness to surrender. And yet I'm in this space of, you know, trying to grasp, you know, waiting. I don't think it's waiting for the universe to bring you things. I think it's moving forward with your greatest intent and clarity on things that make sense to you while at the same time not being so tunnel visioned that you can't see when the universe brings things to you in other packages. I do. I have a perfect example. I know your listeners can't see me, but I've got, you know, the shirt on that says empower her. I wear inspirational shirts in all, almost all my videos. I embody these words. Words are so powerful. If you are walking around wearing a shirt that says, I don't do Mondays, guess what? You're going to have a really crappy Monday. So you might want to take that shirt and burn it. Like I only have thoughts in my mind that I want to happen. And those are positive thoughts and positive things. And that's why these inspirational shirts are such a part of me and everything that I embrace. And I've been wearing these for about two years in my videos. And I'm in that Seth Godin group. This is a few weeks ago. And this woman sees one of my posts and says, I went to your website. I bought your course. I love everything you're doing. Would you ever consider doing one-on-one coaching? Well, that's not even on my radar right now. Like I am a business consultant and coach for a multiple seven-figure business. And I've got all those other things going, but getting one-on-one clients just was not on my radar. She posted her email link and I'm looking at this email link going, there is no way this is who I think it is. It is the woman that is the CEO of the company of the shirts that I wear. (laughs) That's awesome. And I said, are you the owner of Skylar U? These t-shirts with inspirational words. And she said, yes. And I had a picture of me in one of her shirts and I posted it. And she said, no way. And I said, I don't do one-on-one coaching, but I absolutely will coach you because the universe brought you to me. And so she is an incredible client. She's launching her podcast is smashing the stigma on mental health. She is this 
amazing woman that's living with bipolar disorder that is running a successful company and wants to get the word out on mental health. So, I mean, talk about surrendering to things that come your way. That is how I'm living right now. And it's pretty freaking amazing what's happening. Thank you for the examples. Just a couple questions as we end up. What keys do you have? You work to help people annihilate the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome. How do you do that? The main key is the thing that cured me, doing the things that scare you. That is the only way you can overcome that. That's it, because you build self-trust and you realize, like, my eyes are wide open now. It's like this outside world has this noise, and if you listen to it, you're going to end up like I was, full of self-doubt, no confidence. I have a master's degree. I have 100 units past my bachelor's degree. I bought my own house when I was 25. I paid cash for 99% of my cars. And here I am in my mid forties feeling like I'm not worth what everybody else is worth. And it was only because of my own internal dialogue and letting those, that outside noise stop me from things. Now I realize we're all humans. We're all, there's, I don't care someone that's a billionaire. Like I don't look at them like they're any better than me. We're all human beings here on this earth school, going through an experiment together and nobody's better than you. If anything, if someone's acting like they're better than you, they're really fragile and really insecure. So what do you offer your audience and your clients, your tribe? If people want to find you, where do they find you? So my podcast is available on all platforms. It's called Keys to Courage. My website is keystocourage.com. I have a free newsletter. I've got a blog. I've got a YouTube channel. That's all on my website. I have a course called Design Your Dream Life. I did this. I did this in my own life. And so I created a video series and a workbook. I created my dream career. I walked away from my 25-year career and I made my own job. And that happened in six months. Replaced my salary. I make more now than I did then. I have the marriage. I've been married 19 years. Our marriage is better than ever. I have the most amazing friends that have flown into my life. And I all the steps that I took, I designed it and I made a course. It's possible for anybody. It's possible. But you have to believe. You have to take steps. You have to get out of your own way. And you have to do things different. If you're just living your life the same way, you're going to get the same results. You got to try new things. It sounds like you love your story. My story is pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I love the action that you've taken to create a story that you love. That's what this podcast is completely about, about empowering and inspiring people to take the action that they need, whether it's reframing old stories from their past that are getting in their way, or whether it's becoming aware of the stories that are in your head right now and where those are leading you, which you've spoken to that, and or whether it's the action that you need to take to create the life story that you want moving forward. So thank you for all the good that you're doing and thank you for being here on the podcast today. Thank you. Self-belief and self-love, taking action, these are always the foundation of living your best life story. I am grateful for Amy's enthusiasm and insights into increasing our self-love and our faith and our courage. That woman has got so much enthusiasm and faith behind the stuff that she does and the things that she's learned. It's just a boon. I, I love listening to her. Share this episode with somebody in your life who you feel may need it. Somebody who needs a little bit of that encouragement to act fearlessly in moving forward. And your challenge for today is to find one thing in your life that you are 
feeling some fear about. And the minute that that comes up, the minute that there's an intuitive idea of something you can do to break past that, that you act on that within that five seconds. Let's take a page out of the Mel Robbins book there. And when intuition comes up, no matter how scary it may be, when that idea comes up that you want to do or say or be or create, that you act on that within five seconds. And let's just see where it takes you. Don't forget to use the Love Your Story website as a tool for you. All 130 plus episodes are available for you to listen and to copy the links and share them with people. You can also buy your Love Your Story t-shirts or get the link for my book, Life Living Intentional and Fearless Every Day, the 21 Life Connection Challenges to put a boost, take action. These are 21 challenges that create that action that Amy was talking about. Her contact information and links will also be in the show notes there. Have a great week, people. Take another step towards self-love and the story that you want to live. And I will see you in a couple of weeks.